Amen. You may be seated in heavenly places. <laughs> we have the honor and the privilege to receive communion tonight as sons and daughters of God. Those that have been washed by the blood of Jesus, cleansed. How many of you have put on the new man? That's right. That's right. We're clean before the Lord. We're going to be receiving communion to honor the Lord. I want to, I want to tell you something special before we, we look to the word. Um, I want to just give praise to the Lord. Um, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's good. About, about four hours ago, my dad, many of you know, my dad has been in hospice care uh, in my mom and dad's home. And uh, I have, since our Glory and Fire conference, uh, I, my family and I, we have uh, been to Illinois so many times, I can't even count how many times I've been back and forth. I've just returned once again from Illinois, being with my dad. And um, it was a very beautiful time, very beautiful time. But about four hours ago, uh, my dad called me. And my dad, my dad's not able to do a whole lot right now. Sorry. <laughs> the emotions are just underneath the surface. My dad called to tell me, my mom called to tell me that my dad had just led his hospice nurse to the Lord. She has seen a lot in the Gibbs home. <laughs> She's seen a lot of things. And my mom told me, she said, Brian, this woman did not just poly parrot a prayer. This woman gave her life to Christ. She became born again on her knees in our living room. And it took quite a while for this woman to even compose herself. That is so mighty and so powerful. I tell you that tonight to tell you that all of heaven rejoices over one sinner who needs to repent. My dad said to me, Brian, this is my last one before I go home. This is my last one. And... Um, I just want to say for you, Victoria, for you, Josiah, and for us, Brent, that's who my dad really is and who he will always be, a soul winner. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. I want to talk to you for just the next few moments. Do you have your communion there in your chair? Do you have your candles ready tonight. I want to talk to you about the advent of the Lord Jesus. We're one day away from Christmas. Are you ready for Christmas? Are you excited? I'm excited. I, it, uh, is there anyone else excited about Christmas besides me? Are you excited? The advent of Christmas. What does advent mean? And, and, and I want to begin the front of this train tonight of this message because this is where I have to end tonight. And so I want to preach my way to the text and understand that the advent means the arrival Grab hold of that and let it brand you tonight. 
Advent means the coming of or the arrival, the arrival. Grab hold of that tonight. I want to ask you this question. Are you ready for the arrival? Are you ready not only for Christmas but for the arrival of the Lord? And all of the shopping and all of the parties and all of the gatherings and all the gift giving and it's all, it's all magnificent and it's all beautiful but many times... Many times, unfortunately, we, we, we lose the glory and the awe and the wonder of knowing that our Father is going to soon send our bridegroom for His bride. He will come for us just as He has promised. Do you believe that tonight? Say amen. Come on, do you believe that, church? Go to the Word with me tonight. I'm sure it'll be behind me. Isaiah chapter 9. 730 years before Jesus was to be born, the Isaiah the prophet said, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Say Wonderful. And Counselor and Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the government, and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment. And justice from this time forevermore, the zeal of the Lord will perform this. Say amen tonight. Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, he said, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, and behold, a virgin shall conceive, a virgin shall conceive, and bear forth a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, for God is in the midst of us, ladies and gentlemen. The Lord is here. The Lord is not off making worlds somewhere very busy that we can't access Him. He is here in the midst of us. I know it's true. You know it's true. The Apostle John writes these words. John chapter 1. This is powerful because Jesus is called the eternal word. He is the living word. He is the word that became flesh and he dwelt among us. And John writes these words, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. I'm going to pause right there. Uh, many of you know the story of my dad's testimony and how he powerfully came to Christ. My dad could not read, dropped out of high school, started his first job at Pabst Brewery and he could not read. They had passed him along orally throughout all of his years in school. But when my dad got baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Lord spoke to him and said, Dave, go get the book they gave you. They gave my dad the book of John, the Gospel of John in the altars. My dad snuck that book outside and opened it up and instantly he was able to read in the beginning, in the beginning, come on, come on, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was, with, he was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him. And without Him, nothing was made that was made, and in Him was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And, verse 14, the Word became flesh, and He dwelt among us. And look what it says, and we beheld His glory. And the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So powerful. 
The Word had to be clothed in flesh. The Word is the sword of the Lord. The sword of the Lord had to be sheathed inside of flesh, and Jesus became human. Jesus became human. Jesus became touchable for you and I. He came to the earth that we would know the Father's immeasurable love. Jesus had the audacity to say, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Isn't that beautiful? He came to show us and reveal the Father. Luke chapter 2 tells us that Mary and Joseph, they traveled their way from, wow, something's happening over there. I hope it's good. <laughs> they traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem. His, his birth was so humble. Don't you love the humility of God? Let me say that again. Don't you love the humility of God? Isn't the humility of God himself so beautiful? It's awe-inspiring. This Advent, the arrival of Jesus was coming to Bethlehem. <laughs> Help that mommy, Lord. Grace, grace upon that mommy. Everybody say grace, grace. <laughs> <laughs> and the wise men and the magi they came from the east to bear gifts and who did they come to bear gifts to they came to bear gifts to the king because the advent the arrival the coming of the king had manifested and the angels came and they sang oh over those hills of jerusalem and we have been there our feet have walked on those hills and we have sang christmas carols unto the lord Looked, looked into those skies. Some of you were with me. I see you looking at me right now. It was magnificent. And the angels declared to those lowly shepherds, He has come. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace and goodwill towards man. Now, I want to give you this revelation tonight. We're about to receive communion. I want you to just hold it in your hand tonight. This is a revelation that we need that Jesus will be permanently revealed as the Son of God and the Son of Man. He's not only the Son of Abraham and the Son of David, but He's the Son of God. Say the Son of God. And He's the Son of Man. Say it again with authority. He's the Son of Man. Why is it important that we must know that, that Jesus was 100% God and 100% man? Because He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He was not conceived by the nature of man. His seed came forth from his father. The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and his seed was divine from heaven. The Lamb of God had to be perfect and without blemish so that the punishment and the wrath of God could be completely poured out upon a perfect specimen of the Lamb of God to deal with the consequence of the burden of my sin and your sins. He is Jesus and He became flesh for us. The Word became flesh and this baby knew His destiny. He knew why he had to come. He came to die. He came to pour out his sinless, incorruptible, indestructible, living blood to make you whole and to make you a new man in Christ Jesus. Somebody give God praise in this room. Amen. Come on, give him praise in the house. Come on, give him praise in the house. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. This is a powerful thought. 
Psalm chapter 49 says that no man could fulfill this for us. So God had to incarnate himself. This is, this is such a deep and powerful thought. And we're going to try to close at 6 o'clock, and so I can't belabor the point. But God had to incarnate himself. He made himself into flesh, tangible that we may touch him. 1 Timothy chapter 2. Look at these words behind me. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man. Somebody say it. The man. Say it. Say it tonight. The man. Oh, yes. He's the man. Christ Jesus. Notice how Paul writes this. He says Christ Jesus. He doesn't say Jesus the Christ. Why is this? He's making the point of the son of the woman. It's the man, the son of the woman, the eternal one, born of a virgin, the one who would come and crush the head of Satan. Glory to God. It's a miraculous conception. We presently live in a wild society that they have long ago, they have dismissed the, even the notions of miracles or wonders. But the text tells us that something wonderful and something supernatural happened that the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. And the seed of God was put into a virgin and she would bring forth the son. And I want to read out of Luke chapter 1 tonight, out of the Passion Translation. Follow along with me tonight. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee, and she was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you. And so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled. Yeah, I guess she was. <laughs> over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her saying, do not yield to fear. Those are powerful words. Do not yield to fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and he has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme. And will be known as the son of the highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king of his ancestors, David's throne. And he will reign as king of Israel forever. And his reign will have no limit. My God. His reign will have no limit. And Mary said, but how could this happen? I am still a virgin. And Gabriel answered and said, the spirit of, of holiness. Grab a hold of that. The spirit of holiness will fall upon you and the Almighty God will spread, spread His shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And what's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth, who has, become, who has now become pregnant with the son, the barren one, is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power. Oh, my. Not one. Grab a hold of that tonight. God's promises are yes and amen. They are alive. The shelf life over the promises of God are alive in your life. 
Woo! Not one prom promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. And Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be the mother for the Lord and his servant. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And then the angel left her. Now back to these words of the prophet Isaiah. 730 years before Jesus was to be born in a cave, in a stable in Bethlehem, he said, therefore the Lord himself, he shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin, hear this tonight, shall conceive and bear a son. You shall call his name Emmanuel. Grab a hold of this tonight. One of the greatest pillars of Christianity is this, the virgin's conception. We are in a time, ladies and gentlemen, that even evangel evangelical ministers are denouncing the virgin conception and the virgin birth. Now, hear this tonight. Many, many, many people in 2022, agnostics, atheists are mocking, still debating the virgin birth. They, they say if, if you believe in that, then you have to be very narrow-minded. And I have a confession to make to all of you tonight. I'm, I am very narrow-minded. I'm Brian Gibbs and I approve that message. I am very, how many narrow-minded people do we have here tonight? Good to see you tonight. I'm glad you're here. The argument in the last 200 years has been this. It's called anti-supernaturalism. And it states that God cannot move outside. Grab a hold of this. Out of outside laws of nature. Or he cannot move outside of the laws of physics. It's like Jesus walking, breaking the law of gravity while walking on the sea of Galilee. We live in a generation they make no room for that. They scoff at that. In an era in an era of science, they feel that this can simply not be a product of a supernatural God. I can tell you tonight I know differently. Maybe I can speak for you too. I say we know differently. Mary was a virgin. She had not engaged in a sexual relationship with a man. She understood the gravity of this. This was this is it's a powerful thought because Mary participated with the Holy Spirit on a level that no other human being had ever participated with. It's powerful. And yet us in the new covenant have that same opportunity of the immaculate conception of Christ being birthed in us as the Holy Spirit overshadows us. Matthew 1, verse 20, but while Joseph thought about these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And Joseph, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. It's supernatural. Say it tonight. It's supernatural. Angels came in. I'm going to have to modify this message so that we can get to communion. I love the, the working of angels. You see it all through the scriptures. All through the scriptures. So many examples of angels being used. But the angel came, Gabriel came to Mary and told her these words. Sometimes we question and we have disbelief or doubt. And I'm not going to make you raise your hand tonight. I'll raise it for you. If sometimes you struggle with disbelief or doubt 
even though you've walked with the Lord for many years, because we hit crossroads in our life. We're like, Lord, how, how, how can this be? How can this be? We talked several weeks ago about how doubt and unbelief are different. Doubting is waffling and wavering, but yet unbelief, unbelief is choosing not to believe. My friend, don't, do not be that person. And listen to Mary's question. Mary, Mary wasn't in doubt and unbelief, but she said, how will this happen? How will this materialize? And the angel answered and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived in her old age. And this is now her sixth month, who was called barren. Watch these words. For with God, nothing will be impossible. God is just showing off right there. Do you understand? He's just showing off. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm omnipotent. I'm all-powerful. I can, I can do all things. I watch over my word to perform it. There isn't anything that I cannot do. I watch over my word, and my word will prevail. My word works. I watch over my word. My word will prevail. He says, if I speak a word, it has power. It comes back with power to perform it. Nothing is impossible with God. He's your God. He's your Father. He's my God. He's my Father. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, and let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. Now I love this because it was a simple act of agreement and faith. Faith in agreement with God. I want to tell you what the angels do. Take that communion in your hand. The angels cry one to another in heaven. And they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was, who is, and is to come. Past, present, and future. The advent is this, is Jesus was the one to come. He is the fulfillment of all the words spoken of, of the coming Messiah. But not only was he the one to come, he is the one who came to us as Emmanuel. Present tense. But he is also the one who is going to come again. And he who has promised is faithful to keep his promise. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, in December of 2022, know this. The advent or the arrival, the coming of the king is drawing very close. He is coming. And that is why there is a Maranatha cry that is bubbling up on the inside of the bride of Christ and all of the nations saying, come, Lord Jesus, come. The spirit and the bride, Revelations 22, verse 17, the spirit and the bride say, come, Lord Jesus. I want you to stand tonight. Take the communion in your hand. Our king is coming. Our king is coming. Brent, I want you to join me. Someone grab bread, a communion. Actually, grab me one, please. All right, excellent. Here's what's going to happen. The lights are going to go out. The heater in Florida, the heater is going to be turned off. Aren't you glad the heater works? <laughs> My God. 
How many of you put change on your tires tonight? <laughs> I'm from Illinois, so I get it. I want you to hold this tonight in your hands and contemplate what we're about to do because a lot's going to happen tonight. We're going to be with family. We're going to be with friends. We're, we're going to be alone with the Lord in our homes. We're going to enjoy the Lord. Gifts are going to be given. Meals are going to be eaten. Songs are going to be sung. Gifts are going to be opened. Tears are going to be shed. It's going to be a beautiful Christmas. It is a beautiful Christmas. But I tell you, honey, just hold my arm here. I'm so emotional tonight, sorry. I tell you, this is what it's all about, my friends. This is what it's all about. We are so blessed to be alive and on planet Earth right now. Our King is coming. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Keep yourself clean. Keep yourself clean, honoring the Lord. Keep yourself before the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you tonight for the power of your body and your blood that you willfully laid down. Let's lift it to the Lord. Lord, tonight we thank you that no one was able to take your life, but you freely, you freely laid down your life for us. You gave your life. You allowed your blood to be spilled out for us and we are so grateful we are so grateful Lord we honor you and we worship you in, in the receiving of this communion tonight it is worship for all that you have done you are the ultimate sacrifice you are the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and we believe and we confess you are the Son of God. God has raised you from the dead. And you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And you will come for us. And you are making your bride holy. We break the bread tonight. May the Lord heal you, body, soul, and spirit tonight in Jesus' name. Let's receive of the bread. On that same night, he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant of my blood, which is given unto you for the remission of sins. Tonight, we exalt you, Lord. We thank you that by your stripes, we are healed. And the victory is ours because we are in Christ and Christ is in us. We thank you for the power of your blood, King Jesus. Call him King Jesus right now. King Jesus. Say it again, King Jesus. Let's receive of the cup. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want our ushers to come. Let's begin to light our candles as we transition to the, the closing of tonight.
Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, that's looking beautiful. Spread that fire. Come on, somebody say, spread that fire. Come on, spread that fire. Spread that anointing. Woo! Spread that anointing. Spread that fire. Let's declare revival and awakening and reformation for 2023. Come on. Revival. Awakening. Reformation. Come on, say it. Revival. Awakening. Reformation. In 2023. Come on, share that fire. Light that fire. Light the fire, Holy Spirit. Come on, Cody, lead us. Let's do it. Hallelujah.
that flame tonight. Our Father in heaven, you are holy. Holy is your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Gosh, God bless you. We love you. What a beautiful night. May the Lord, may the presence of the Lord fill your home. We don't want to burn down the building tonight. Hold on to it tight. May the presence of the Lord fill your house and fill your heart. I pray that this Christmas is so beautiful. Me and Bren bless you. We bless your home. We bless your family. We bless your love for one another. And may it become richer and deeper in 2023. This is going to be an extraordinary year. Extraordinary year. God is so good. Is he good? Is he good? Listen, guys, we love you. We bless you. Father, thank you for this night. We seal this night with the blood of Jesus. We worship you and give you praise. Thank you for family. Thank you for friends tonight, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. One last announcement before we go. If you'll take your candles and take them to the ushers in the back as you dismiss yourself tonight. If you've come prepared to give for victory tonight, uh, our ushers will be out in the foyer. Of course, you always know you can give directly on our app, Victory FLA app, or our website, or tonight you can give your offering for Christmas. Guys, we love you. Brennan, I love you. We bless you. Anything you want to say, honey? One wish you Christmas. We love you so much. And just praying God's love, joy, and peace just fill your homes. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, everybody. Love you.